On August 16th, registered voters across California will receive a ballot in the mail for the upcoming recall election of Governor Gavin Newsom. The election will be California's first gubernatorial recall in nearly two decades. How did we get here? Backlash towards Newsom has arisen primarily from Republican activists, who say they are frustrated with Newsom's handling of the pandemic and business restrictions, high taxes and cost of living, and homelessness in California. Recall organizers were required to turn in 1.5 million signatures from registered California voters by March 17th. Ultimately, 2.1 million signatures were turned in, but 400,000 were eventually deemed invalid and thrown out. Now, with the election date set for September 14th, voters can be expected to be asked the following two questions on their ballot. Number one, should the elected official be removed from office? And number two, if the official is removed, who should take their place? Newsom will be recalled if more than 50% of voters answer yes to the first question, and the candidate who wins the most votes will replace him. 46 replacement candidates are running against him, with Republicans dominating the field. Conservative talk radio host Larry Elder and reality TV star Caitlyn Jenner are among high-profile contenders. Establishment Democrats are notably absent from the list, with the party overwhelmingly backing the anti-recall campaign. A coalition of Democratic figures, including President Joe Biden, Senators Bernie Sanders, Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, and Stacey Abrams, have also vocalized their support for Newsom. To learn more about what voters should know about the recall election here in Santa Barbara, I spoke with SB County Registrar of Voters, Joseph Holland. You're currently preparing for the September 14th vote that will decide the fate of Governor Gavin Newsom. What logistical challenges does this year's recall election bring to your office? Well, you know, it's interesting because the first election that I ever conducted in my position was the recall of Gray Davis in 2003. In that election, it was the same format as this. The first question is, do you want to recall the governor? Yes or no. If the majority of votes, so 50% plus one across the state vote yes, then um, the voter has a choice. Well, then we move on to the next part, which in 2003, there were 135 candidates, um, one of which was Arnold Schwarzenegger, who got the plurality of the votes in 2003 and became the governor when Gray Davis was recalled. The, um, for this election, it's the same format. The very first question is yes or no, do you want to recall? the governor, and then there are, for this time, only 46 candidates if the uh, if you want to vote for that. Now, just, you know, people should know that on the ballot, you have a choice. You can vote yes or no to recall the government, or you can choose not to. Um, you can then vote um, for one of the 46 candidates, or you can choose not to. Uh, so ballots are very flexible in that regard. I assume most people are going to answer the question yes or no and vote that, and then are going to pick one of the 46 candidates. Um, but it is a challenge because a lot of these 46 candidates are, are unknown and to most of the voters, and so you need to do a little research. From a logistical standpoint, what should voters know about the voting process? So can they cast their ballots by mail and when can they expect to receive their ballot? 
Yeah, so, so that's a good question. So for this election, like in the November 2020 election, we mailed every voter a ballot. And in November 2020, that was to uh, make it safer for voters to vote. Probably 50,000 of the registered voters in Santa Barbara County had never voted by mail before. So that was new to them. So what voters need to remember is that, well, they're going to get their ballots early next week. They can vote anytime beginning next week, fill out your ballot. And then when you put it in the return envelope, uh, just make sure that you sign that envelope. So it's a very easy process. The, uh, the return envelope does not need to have a stamp on it. So you can put it in any blue mailbox or however you want to get it to your post office. Or we have 25, uh, 25 to 30 uh, county elections drop boxes located across the county. Uh, so if you want to deliver it directly to your elections official, then just drop it in one of those drop boxes. Or so we're giving you plenty of options here. Uh, you can vote on election day, drop it off at a polling place on election day at any one of our 54 polling places that are going to be open from seven in the morning till eight in the evening on September 14th, election day. But there's really no reason to wait. Once you get your um, ballot next week, uh, just make your choices go ahead and vote it uh, ahead of time before September 14th and um, get your ballot in there and get it counted. And do you envision that turnout for this election will be high? That's a really good question. Um, and so the only data we had to go on was the 2003 recall election. And elections back then were completely different. Back then we didn't mail a ballot to every voter only 30% of the people in 2003 voted by mail. So the, the turnout then was 66%, which was high. We did not expect for a special election for that turnout to be that high. So for this election, I think we're more or less thinking that we're going to get at least that amount of turnout because we're mailing everybody a ballot. Uh, but we're probably going to get around a 70% turnout is what I think we're planning for. And can you give us a timeline of important dates in the recall process? You've already mentioned a few, but just when should people register to vote, turn in their ballots? Like I said, everybody's going to be getting a ballot in the mail probably as soon as next Tuesday because they get mailed out next Monday. The... Um, the next date would be the deadline to register to vote is August 30th. So if you're not registered, you want to register to vote by August 30th and we'll get you a, a ballot out. And of course, it's very easy to vote. Uh, I mean, to register sbcvote.com and you can register online. The next important date is of course, election day, September 14th, where we're going to have 54 polling places open. The, um, the, the thing to remember is that even if you miss the deadline to uh, of August 30th to register to vote, you can still come into any one of our three offices and register, and, and you, then you just have to vote conditionally or provisionally. Uh, and on election day, you can even go to any one of our 54 polling places 
and register to vote. And we'll just, again, issue a provisional ballot just to make sure that you haven't already voted somewhere else in the state. Uh, but, you know, we make it real easy. There's no excuse really to not vote. And you mentioned this before, but are you still looking for volunteers to work the polls? And how can people get involved with this opportunity? Yes, we are still looking for uh, poll workers. So if you go to our website, sbcvote.com, I, I just took a look at it. It's super easy to fill out an application to become an election officer, poll worker, uh, pays $180 to $240 a day. Uh, you will need to be available on September 14th from like six in the morning until everything's wrapped up after eight o'clock when the polls close. It's pretty exciting to do. And I know for UCSB, I don't think classes even start by September 14th. So if students are back in town, I would encourage them to be a poll worker and earn a little extra beer money. <laughs> um, and you'll learn a lot about democracy. So I, I really encourage uh, folks to do that. And where can listeners go for more information about the recall and voting process in general? Uh, I just encourage everybody to go to sbcvote.com. Um, that's our website. And you can look up everything. You can get a your sample ballot there. You can see the ballot. Um, it, it's super easy to get as much information on this election as you could possibly need. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Just when you get your ballot, go ahead and fill it out once you've made your choices. And the County of Santa Barbara is spending $2.8 million on this election. So the elections are very important. They're also expensive. And don't let us waste your money. Uh, go ahead and cast your ballot. Get it in. If you sign your envelope, we'll, we, we check every signature. We do not count a ballot unless it's been, the envelope's been signed and verified. And then election results will go up at eight o'clock on election night, September 14th. And we, I think most people will know across the state what the outcome is a few minutes after eight on election night. Thank you to SB County Registrar Voters, Joseph Holland, for speaking with me about the upcoming recall election of Governor Gavin Newsom on September 14th. For more information, head to sbcvote.com. Again, that's sbcvote.com. With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush.